This is the Ali Le Rouge podcast on the Blood Red channel, bringing you the view from the terraces at Liverpool FC. Welcome to another fun-packed Ali Le Rouge. What a time to be a Liverpool fan. I'm your host, Peter Hooten, and I'm joined by John Nicholson, Keith Colvin and Stephen Monaghan. And we've just heard the news that Jürgen Klopp has signed an extension. What's your reaction to that, John? I mean, it's just, you know, these it can't get any better, can it? The euphoria after beating Villarreal and uh, having, you know, uh, destroyed um, United, beating Everton comfortably. And then Jürgen Klopp signs an extension. You know, what a... Yeah, it's, absolutely, it's absolutely brilliant news. Um, in many ways, it's largely unexpected, although there was rumours a month or two ago, maybe. Um, probably there's an awful lot of football fans around the country have said, oh, no, I was hoping <laughs> yeah. he was going to go. Yeah, yeah. And not because you dislike him particularly, but just that he's he's such a good manager. and Yeah. Man manager and always says the right things and tunes into things very quickly, like he yeah. did when he first came. Yeah, you know. Oh no, is he is he an adopted scouser? Yeah, all. <laughs> oh, listen, that, when that news comes through today, honestly, God, it shivers inside me, my body. You know, yeah. it, I just don't know. It could maybe it can be a knock-on effect, for, you know, for Salah, then and then for Manny, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, so for the and what a future we'll have. You know, we, the future's bright anyway with um with, with the boss sign and you know and the, with the contract. Yeah, that's that that's it. That's the sign of the year for me. You know, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. to, you know, to keep him going. You know, and build his dynasty for another four years. It's it's. Do you, do you great think it's the, ahead? Do you think it's the song that swayed him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um. Keith, I mean, it's been reported that you know, he, for uh, on the LFC TV channel, that he sat. His wife said, "We, you know, we can't leave in 2024." And he said, that "Being a good husband, he decided to uh, go <laughs> along with their old. wishes." <laughs> yeah, I mean, what well, a great, you know, what a, you know, what a, what a great human being, you know. Yeah, obviously, you know, as Mono said, and John, I think he tapped into the city's uniqueness for want of a better phrase early on in his career obviously tenure of the club and his wife's obviously sort of took that along I, I don't know I believe you know she's very supportive of him but she's like very down to earth by the sounds of things um so although she stays in the background but you know she is very supportive of him and she obviously loves the city you know similar to what Benitez was like when he first coming you know they, obviously his wife still they are still living in, in the area uh, yeah. And I'm not saying Jürgen Klopp will stay in. I'm sure he won't. I'm sure he'll go back to Germany eventually. I think he will. <laughs> he may well do. But I, I think, you know, I do think, on a serious note, as Mono said about um, uh, Salah and, and uh, Mane and whatever, but I think it's to look beyond that to get other players to come to the club. Because, yeah. you know, with all due respect, they've probably got two or, two or three years left here, maybe, hopefully, pair of them. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, he brought Diaz in. He's got other players coming along. I think it's a, it's a great sign for the club to show how serious we are to keep, keep going forward and to bring new talent in to, to replace them eventually and the manager's still going to be in place while they're coming through which I think it's a great move by the club and, and the manager himself yeah yeah John um, do you think we need a song for Ula now I mean he said <laughs> uh, he said when when I was doing the Boot Room Boys documentary 
he said that um, you know he, they saw themselves as the boot room reloaded, and he said Ula had designed the bar in the ground. So uh, it's all down to Ula, isn't it? Well, yeah, I've already seen a, a song on um, <laughs> social media. Yeah, but to 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 Klopp's latest song, Ula said to Klopp, you know. Yeah, we'll stay another two years, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we know who wears the lady rose, don't we? <laughs> That's you, isn't it, Mono? <laughs> but I mean, it's just, uh, I mean, you know, a plan to talk about uh, the games we just played, but you know, with this news, it's just, you know, it's just, uh, it's just absolutely fantastic. And that, uh, it was a great reaction. I mean, I think, you know, we will talk about Everton. And uh, we will talk about Villa, Villarreal, but even after last, you know, last night's result against Villarreal, you know, we say, and look, don't get carried away at half time. He just says the right things all the time, doesn't he? You know, I mean, every, every time he he gets a, to a press conference, not only is he witty, you know, he, he's precise, he's funny. You know, it's just it's just unbelievable stuff, isn't it, Mono? Yeah, when you see him in his press conference, piece, you know, it's. Get, get on him. He, he, he gives himself a, a few seconds and he thinks what he's going to say. Doesn't jump into it, you know. And, and he spots on, you know, when he said that about what he, he's, um, he, his persona comes across great. You know, he's the way the way a man manages as Nichols said before. It's it's seconds in on, isn't it? You know, he's. I'm just I'm honest to God, I'm just overwhelmed and amazed up because it gives us a bit of stability again. You know, for the, in the coming years. Keith obviously just said then about bringing other players in, and we're going to be a top draw team, you know. To, to you know, over the years, you know, we've we've had to let players go, haven't we? Because they've had the law of you know the law of uh, you know Spain, you know Madrid and Barcelona. Now let's it could be the other way around now, where they want to come and play. Everyone wants to come and play in Liverpool because of Klopp. And what he created, you know what I mean? He's created a, an atmosphere and a and a working environment, which obviously they all enjoy. And it's, you know, it's rubbing off on, the, obviously, the, the supporters. Obviously, that's very apparent. So, I think we said the other week, if you lined all the top players up across Europe and from, you know, the top ten and put, put like, half a dozen clubs in front of them who you want to, who you'd actually like to play for, take the money side out of it, I would suggest most of them want to play for Liverpool at the moment. Yeah. Now, there's other factors going to come into that, money and everything else. But on a, on a solely pleasure of playing football, and the right environment, I would suggest most of them would want to come to Liverpool because of what's you, going on. And you can see the joy in the faces, can't you? Even when yeah. they're getting substituted now, you know, I think, you know, the hugs are still there, aren't they? I mean, obviously, some of the players who aren't getting in the squad will probably be a bit uh, disgruntled, but you've got to, you know, to keep that depth of squad happy, you know, it's, it's a job in itself, isn't it, John? It's just remarkable what he's doing, isn't it? It, it is, yeah. I was looking at some of the... Um... Training uh, pictures from today, you know, the things yeah. on Sky News earlier at, at the ground, and it just seems that whatever they're doing, I think in in the frame at the time was like Savarigi and Minamino and um, Oxley Chamberlain, and they were all doing the training and working, but they were all having a great time doing it. Yeah. They looked totally happy, all of them, you know, yeah. and and uh, it yeah, it makes a it makes a massive difference, I think. Uh, somebody like Klopp and the way he manages it, and um, you know the way they're all together, even if they're not appearing regularly. Yeah. Mono, when he when he took over two thousand fifteen, you know, 
didn't it? even in our wildest dreams, we wouldn't have, you know, we thought he'd be, he'd been a brilliant manager in Germany, but it's a different, it's a different animal, the Premier League, isn't it? But it's just incredible what he's, what he's, what he's been doing. All the records are getting broken, you know, everyone's got a smile on their face. The songs are back, you know, we're singing Beatles songs, you know, it's like, it's euphoria, isn't it? It's, you know. Yeah, you know, obviously when he called me, we were all, you know, he's the one that we wanted, wasn't he? The one, he was oh, the yeah. only manager that we that we that was out there really. It was we thought could take us to you know take us forward. And my God, what a job he's done! You know, he's um, as you said there. You know, the lads. He he's just put a smile on everyone's faces. He he's created a great squad. You know, we we said this on on air in the past. We've got a good dozen players and we great great players. You can take anyone on. Yeah. But after that, you know, these sorts of you know not as good as the top twelve. Mm-hmm. But now we've got a great now squad. It's, of, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. you know we, we we're challenging Man City for everything yeah, now, yeah, aren't we? Yeah, you know yeah, uh, yeah. where we yeah. where where we had done in the past. You know, a couple of years. You know, we we done great. You know, to to uh, get near them. You know, with a point. You know, for the uh, for the league a couple of years ago with the squad that we had. But uh, it's it's you know I think that yeah. uh, these lengths, You know they'll be you know. Ooh, they're, they're yeah, so, it's one of them. The rest, you know, for the next few four years, that was that's also so with us now. Yeah, and yeah. I, you know, Keith just said there, you know, with plays that's going to get uh, attracted to coming in out just because of the club syndrome. Yeah, yeah, it's just uh, it, it, it's one it's one of those times where you think, you know, would we ever get the, you know, the good times back? You know, and it was like you know went through the doldrums for many many years, didn't we? Really with mm. mediocrity and that, and we're always the nearly men, really, weren't we? Yeah, you know, we had obviously a good uh, few cup successes and that, but you know, to, to be challenging Man City uh, for the Premier League, you know, and and going toe to toe with them, but a point behind them, and nobody knows what's going to happen. But it's just incredible stuff. And even we've said this before on the podcast, have me for the neutral. You know, they should be looking at to Liverpool and going, thank you know. Thank God that there's a team to challenge City. Otherwise, yeah. it'd be and so. But it'd be like the it'd be like the Bundesliga, wouldn't it? Yeah, and I think one of the things is is that obviously Man United, you know, so well all these top clubs, you know, or United have got a new manager coming in, so it's going to take him a while to settle in. I would suggest Guardiola will probably leave City before Klopp leaves Liverpool. Um, yeah. and then the other teams like you said, you know, Chelsea, you know, whatever you want to call big teams, Liverpool have got all, the stability in place now. They're all going to have to sort of time to sign a get some sort of rhythm to sort of the way they want to play. If City yeah. replace Guardiola, it may take their manager another couple of years to get to where they be. And we've just got that stability right through now. Yeah. So yeah. We'll be you know, looked- I'd like to think we'll be the dominant force because yeah. of because of what's being created really today by agreeing a new deal. Because it's yeah. it's give us a lift for the future, but a lift for now, hasn't it? You know, till the end of the season now. Alele Rouge on the Blood Red Channel. Yeah, and what you'd like to think is that he wants to create that a dynasty that, you know, the Shankly and Paisley dynasty that they had, you know, that lasted decades. I think I think Klopp's thinking about that myself, you know, because, you know, obviously he said, uh, didn't he? He said, you know, that uh, he wanted Pep and Peter Kravitz to be part of the, you know, so he had to ask them and they agreed, you know. So it's all part of that. We do this together. Yeah. Isn't it, John? I mean, it's it really is, but... Harping back to those days, isn't it? You know, I think that that's all part of um, maybe the attraction that we've got for for Jurgen Klopp, really. And I think that he's he's probably thinking 
he's probably going to finish in football when he leaves us because I know this sounds a bit sort of <clears throat> presumptuous about ourselves, like, but he's probably thinking, where do I go from here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it, it'd only be it, the it'd only be the German national team, maybe, wouldn't it? Or the prime minister of of the UK, of course, because <laughs> Alistair, Alistair Campbell was saying he should go into politics, but. I think we've all thought that over, especially over the uh, pandemic period, he was better than most politicians, wasn't he? Yeah, as I mentioned before, he, he gets things, doesn't he? And, yeah. and he's so good at putting it into words and, put, and putting it across. You know, he, yeah. he, he just just seems to get everything right. Yeah. Yeah. Mono, in terms of, you know, he's like a statesman-like figure, isn't he, in many respects? And that, you know... You know, I know, I know, opposing fans probably sick of the sight of him, but I think they've got to begrudge and respect of me as well. Yeah, well, you'd like to think so. You know, listen, when United were in Everton, as much as uh, they were our arch enemies, you know, we, we always said to me, Ferguson, yeah. what a manager. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. He, we always give him the credit, you know, even though, you know, we got an yeah. nine but. He, he was he was great for football, you know, obviously for, for United, like. But yeah, yeah. what he done, he, he you know he made a few teams, didn't he? You know, he, he rebuilt all the time, and this is what Klopp's going to do. Yeah, you know, yeah. He, he'll have you know this is the last few years, Klopp. You know, he's evolved his team, and he'll do it again in a, in a couple of years' time. You know, yeah. when you know senior players will have to move on, or you know the the past to sell by days, he'll just replace them with overly like for like. So yeah, that, yeah. that's his legacy, you know, for the, that's his dynasty, you know, in the coming years before yeah. he goes. Yeah. Well, let's talk about um, some of the recent games then. So we played uh, Everton uh, last Sunday and some of the stats, I mean, in the first half, you started to think to yourself, you know, you know, this is Atletico without the skill, you know, this is like, uh, they're just wasting so much time. But even I was surprised. At the possession stats, were you, were you, John? I mean, I think the possession stats were incredible, weren't they? Uh, yeah, I think, I think... Thiago, yeah, Thiago made more passes than the whole Everton team put together. And I think, what was it uh, the possession stats? It was, it was something like you know, 19 percent Everton had, something like yeah, that. 17, 19. I've seen different figures, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, was, I was surprised at, at the stats because. I never realised that Everton had so so little of it, if, if you like, yeah. you know. And I'm saying that because, like, going on the radio, I think listen to Radio Mayside, and whoever their experts were yeah. going on about how good Everton have been. <laughs> yeah, and if they played like that all season, they wouldn't be where they are. Yeah. And then I saw a tweet from Alan Shearer, done at half-time, saying, brilliant Everton performance first half. Yeah, yeah. And then the more I thought about it, I was thinking, well, it can't have been that the same game. <laughs> How many games will it win them playing like that? No. You know, no. it might stop the better teams. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, you can't blame John, you, you can't blame them trying that style of football. And you're wasting as much time as they can and diving wherever they want to. But, you know, it's, it's, it wasn't, a, you know, it's not one of those, it wasn't even a dogs of war performance, was it? As such. Because you can't get away with them tackles that they used to get away with in the nineties. But you know, I mean, basically, they just came to spoil Liverpool trying to play football because they can't take Liverpool on in a football match. So they just yeah. got to do every trick in the book, haven't they? But it was, yeah, as I, I say, it was like 
almost like Atletico without the skill, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was like Atletico as well whenever a decision was made or, 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 or not made. For, for example, when was it Richarlison or whichever one of them was rolling around on the floor yeah. holding his leg and they want the game stopped and the referee didn't stop the game because he doesn't have to. The players didn't stop the game because they don't have to. Yeah. Uh, and then as soon as... Um, Forget his name now. The Everton midfielder kicks uh, Fabino, and the referee blows oh, like, the whistle. They all run over like like naughty schoolboys just to create yeah, yeah, the yeah. melee that they created. That maybe on a different day ends up getting Mane into a lot more trouble than than he ended up in. Yeah, but yeah. They yeah. shouldn't he have done what, what they did. He did raise his hands. Was I mean, I didn't see it, uh, but you know when he when he, when it's shown back, I mean, he touched his face, doesn't he? But you know, Keith. I mean, I mean, what? I mean, when we saw go, you know, when we when we saw him diving like he did in front of the cop in front of us, and then when we even seen him put the ball outside um, uh, the corner corner quadrant, you know, yeah. we knew what he was doing. He's wasting time. Yeah. You know, he's trying to he's trying to buy a penalty, and then when and people saying, "Ah, oh, look, when when did officials ever look at corners where they didn't?" And he was doing that, and we all said at the time and at the match, didn't we? Mm. He's done that to waste another minute. Yeah. So the referee comes over, but Evertonians were saying, "Oh look, that's the official, the referee on being on Liverpool's side." Well, it's the opposite, isn't it? Yeah. He was just and, wasting time because he knew yeah. he'd come over because it was so far outside. Yeah, exactly. And did the crowd play the part by making the fuss over it? But that that was always done. But I think someone's already said it. But it was a classic Jose Mourinho performance, really, in some respects, wasn't it? You know what I mean? Wasn't that good? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying. But Lampard's obviously he, he's learned a few tricks from different yeah, managers yeah, he's played yeah, under, and that's yeah. that's one of the tricks he's learned how to kill time and waste time, and you know, obviously get people's backs up and everything else. It it just stagnates the game, doesn't it? And and we fell into the trap, didn't we? Let's be honest about it. Um, yeah. You know, and it, we were as much to blame as much as Everton. Everton and obviously dire straight. They're going to do what they got to do. That's their their prerogative, but. We've yeah. got to be better than that. And the second half, we were obviously, you know what I mean. And yeah, yeah, you know. But on the actual wasting time, it was. Just, but I blame the referees. You know, as much as you yeah, blame yeah. the team who were doing it, the referee there. You know, that 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 you're talking about players get can't get away with fouls anymore. That's a call. The tackle should have been sent off for it. It was a wild. It was just a wild kick out at Fabinho to get the game stopped because the other yeah. fellow was like rolling around the floor. Should have been sent yeah. off. Yeah, but yeah. you know, would you choose not to? And they get what they get in the end, referee, because they, they lose control of the game. And yeah. you know, it wasn't a dirty game, let's be honest about it. But there was a lot of niggle stuff no, going on, no. which is just I you should have stopped a lot earlier. I think the frustrating thing, if you were an Everton, you see, Gordon's a good player, isn't he? He's a good player, but he's already got a reputation of of theatrics. Now, well, Evertonians would say, Well, what about your player? You know, what about Manny? What about Salah? But I've never seen them actually. Be as blatant as that. No, but there, in the know. end, Salah and Mane are, are the victims of that because they don't get the decisions they should get. Now, no, they don't. You may pick up on this in a minute, I don't know, but yeah. Gordon was a victim of his own problems because the, the one in the second half, if that was for the Liverpool play, he'd be screaming for a penalty. Yeah, it would be, yeah. Uh, he got a push on the back. Was it, I mean? was it a pen, do you reckon? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, have, you, listen, have you got have you got red glasses on me? He's got everything no. red. <laughs> Since it's slight shade of pink. Yeah. Um, now, 
I think Gordon's a great player for them. I think he's he's their best player recently yeah. when they've lost their games. Um, but no, it wasn't a pen. You know, going back to the challenge there, you know, on Fabinho, it was down to the Charles, and I think Carragher said at the time, you know, he's just got his own playbook there because of the frustration, you know what I mean? And yeah. They're all trying to get the ball, you know, more to get it kicked out, and, and uh, it was a bad tackle. It was, yeah. Um, no, I don't think he's a pen, you know. Honestly, it, it was... Is that because you think Gordon, he went over towards... Well, yeah, well, we, 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 we've had them decisions go against us. You, yeah, know, yeah. you get four and against, don't you? You know, it's it's the way it is. You know, we moan when it, it does go, you know, go against us. And then I'm, we, I'm, I'm happy when it goes for us, you know, but... You know, I'd have been asking for that as a, as a pen for us. If that was against George, yeah, you'd be looking for that. Of course you would. Yeah. And, I, and okay, Lampard claimed, if you didn't get yeah. it. And Lampard claimed, he said, if that was Salah, he'd get the pen. You know, But if you look at Gordon and you look, I mean, obviously he'd be screaming if you never told him, but if you look at Gordon, he's running in a straight line with Matip. But then Gordon's right leg goes over to Matip, doesn't you know, Yeah. And he's that's how, he that's how he goes into, over. That's why, well, that's it's, a, why he... it's a very clever way of buying a penalty, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, and maybe maybe the referee seen that and thought, no. He, well, Peter, it, it was real time. You know, it, it was real time. Remember, and it was fast yeah. the way they collided. So to call it like that for the ref, you know, he, he had the bottle to do it, not to give the penalty, yeah. uh, which he, he could have easily done because he's just seen the clash. But then it could have went to VAR. Well, they go to VAR, didn't they? So I'm looking at they never give it. Mm. So, um, but I just thought go back to the actual game. You know, the first half. You know the we just couldn't get past them, could we? Because because of all the stopping and starting, or all, all you know, yeah, the, yeah, the big yeah. fouls, you know, the time wasting. But that's what Everton had to do to try and get something out of it. It wasn't wasn't good football, to be honest. But you know, that's what he tried to do in the, in the first yeah. half, and then yeah. totally different uh, game in the second half, wasn't it? Yeah, well, you know, it, it was a different game, and you know, what, I mean, what what were you thinking, John, when you you saw a, a Rigi's number coming up to come on? You know. Do you know what? I was half expecting to see Rigi start. I yeah. had a feeling that yeah. he was going to play him. Um, and actually, I was I was thinking he was going to make more changes than he did. But it, it, it didn't bother me at all, like because he seems to have a little knack against Everton. And um, it was really positive that he brought the, the two forwards on, if you like, and just uh, took just one midfield player off. So he was putting four onto them, you know, because the one thing that we had to try and do, I, I felt at half-time, we just needed to get the ball in the area more because yeah. the tactics that they're employing, they can get away with a lot of it outside the area, but yeah. once you're in the box, they have to think twice yeah, about the challenges that they're doing yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. you know, the cynical fouling or pushing or whatever, and it changes the dynamic and and it pulls them it pulls them out, out of position. And second half the cop end, that's what we started to do. So yeah, yeah bringing Origi on, it, it obviously was was a good decision. But uh, I, I was I was more than happy with it. And also Diaz coming on, it just you know that that's going to terrify anyone, isn't it? You know, yeah, that, that's the type been... of. Uh, uh, depth of the squad we've got now, you know, we can bring Jota or, or um, Diaz on, you know, and it was like, you know, Diaz then, you know, he was just, you know, he just he just lit the place up, didn't he? You He's know, at half time, I mean, we were all a bit nil-nil thinking, oh, you know, it's the dogs of war are back. We hadn't seen the stats. We didn't realise Everton had, hadn't strung two passes together. 
It's just that they stop Liverpool trying to do that, you know. Uh, but then, as soon as those substitutions were made, it was a totally different game, wasn't it? You know, and I think you know it flattered them really. Only coming away with with uh, two nil, didn't it? I mean, Mono, were you were you thinking at half time? Oh no, this could be. Um, no, nobody went down for the point, did we? And we all said at the time, you know, we'll score here in the second half. You know, yeah. kicking towards the cop, the cop will be up for it. We knew we had to, we had to win. We've got to win every game, as we know. Then uh, you can't defend like that right through. As John said, once the ball start going in the box, it's you know, it's it's different. Then they can't, you know, they can't, they can't throw the tackle in. They can't feign the injury because they've got to, they've got to be on the ball themselves for yeah. the clearance. But it does say, you know, once Diaz come on, it does he was excellent. Uh, Thiago was brilliant again. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. You can you can utilize about, about you know the majority of the plays because for the second half, I thought they, they were they were excellent, you know, and it was a well deserved win in the end. Yeah, I mean, Keith, did you have any doubts at half time? No, I think most people in the ground knew we couldn't play. No, we didn't play poorly in the first half, but we didn't play the way we should have done. I think most expected us to come out and play the way we did. We didn't have we a rhythm. We quicken. never got a rhythm going, did no, we? No, so we just down, need to yeah. quicken the pace up. And, you know, I'm sure with Sutton Tiago in the games he's played and different games, obviously, or the before and after Everton, you know, we need, we need to get him on the ball because he's the one who does make the team tick. He's the one who does pass the ball forward a lot quicker than others into, into spaces where other players don't. So as soon as we started doing that, there's only going to be one outcome in the end. It's just a matter of being patient, wasn't it? Um, yeah, yeah, and obviously, you had to make a couple of subs to, to do what we do, but that's what the squad's for, and you've got to change it sometimes, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the end, it was you know a, a comfortable win, wasn't it, really? And you know, it keeps the uh, momentum up. But it, you know, it, John, do you think Eli Emery saw the game and thought, I'll try a bit of that, I'll try a bit of time? I, I think Villarreal were probably going to do it anyway, yeah, they, not because Everton played like that. Um, because if you looked at the stats from Villarreal against Bayern Munich, like that, two shots on target, didn't they, over yeah. two games and scored both of them? Yeah. Um, you know, so, and, and they did it to Bayern Munich in Munich, but he just sat and tried to absorb um, the pressure and that. So, so yeah, you, you sort of knew um, that it was going to happen anyway, irrespective of, of Everton. Uh, so, you know, 2 0, excellent result. Yeah, uh, those sort of games, it's always, always possible that they will have one chance and score it. Um, yeah, you know, because you've got frustrated. You, you sometimes you could even end up losing it. So, so to to keep out of the way we did, and to deny them totally in terms of the the, the few counter attacks that they tried to make, uh, absolutely, you know, excellent performance, or, or by everyone all over the pitch. Alele Rouge on the Blood Red Channel. What do you think, Morrow, about? I mean, they're in the semi final of the Champions League. What do you think of some of these pundits on the radio saying their performance was a disgrace? You know, and isn't it down to the fact that, you know, shouldn't they be praising Liverpool? I mean, I know we do get a lot of praise, but, you know, Villarreal, you know, they beat Juve, they beat Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich. They've done well. So it's not a disgrace what they tried to do. They just tried to keep it tight. And Liverpool just overwhelmed them, didn't they? With, you know, the, the red hurricane came, didn't they? Yeah, you know, they had, they had no ambition to attack, did they? 
Really, and, and like where, where John said there in the past, you know, we always say, you know, a team will get a chance or two, and that's what they always go and try and get that chance to, to you know, get a foul out the area and then lob it in a box and hopefully for just a knocking somewhere. And it happens a lot, doesn't it, in, in football where they, they'll score a goal out of nothing. So uh, for me, as John just said, really, they, uh, they we, we nullified them, even getting out the half, you know, but the way they, they kept playing out from the back. I, I'm surprised that it was none of that time because we're going to catch them here. Like, you know, like Manny done a, a, against City during a week at Wembley. You know, we, we'll, we'll do something like that against them. You know, we, we'll, we'll stop them playing out for the back and we'll, we'll create a chance. Yeah. But they couldn't. Yeah. But, you know, I, was, I wasn't I was surprised the way they, they set up because that's the way they play as well, Villarreal, you know, when they have been yeah. in Europe. Um, but I, I thought there might be a bit more adventures coming out, you know, to try and even though it's you know there's no goals, um, away goals counting now, but I thought like they would have tried to nick one, you know. Yeah, yeah. But they just couldn't get out, could they? You well, know, and uh, that was down to Liverpool's dominance. Down to Liverpool, yeah. Yeah, but they also um they made the opt joke statistics. They attempted just one shot in the match, which is the joint fewest shots ever uh, on target by any side in a Champions League semi-final. Since the data became available in two thousand and three and four, uh, so that's you know, it just shows you Liverpool. You know, it shouldn't be they're a disgrace. They played like Burnley or whatever. You yeah. know, just imagine but, but uh, it, you know, a mediocre the team against them. You know, yeah, the, the stats that that's been credited to Liverpool these last few weeks in all the games. Yeah. You know, even against City, you know, Everton uh, and Villarreal last night. You know, it's it's amazing. Uh, the, the, our energy that we've got, yeah, and incredible. going back to like, going, going back to like you know the changes again. Um, now we're not bothered now. You start up front, Javi. You know, but you, when no. it, you, you, read, you read the team, you go, oh, it's yeah. three now, or it's, you know, it's, it's yeah, been yeah, changed because yeah. they're all just as good as each other. Yeah, yeah. And that's 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 brilliant to have now. You know, at this time of the season, uh, when we're challenging. Yeah, I mean, Keith, were you a bit disappointed in you know? Real, Villarreal, I mean, the lack of ambition, or just thinking, you know, the away goals don't count anymore. They're just trying to keep this to nil nil or one nil or something, you know. Yeah, you know, I don't know what it's to expect. Also, people expect of these teams. Obviously, Liverpool's, you know, dominance is well known. It's, you know, it's a lot of better teams have come to Anfield and been blown away, haven't they, by trying to play yeah. football against us? So, yeah, yeah you know, yeah. I, I wouldn't blame. You know, I don't blame them for doing what they're doing. You know, again, we sort of struggled until so we picked them up in the tempo up. And once Thiago got on the ball again and started probing, that's when we sort of started kicking into the game a little bit, obviously. Um, I saw the so, worrying stat about Thiago. His passing uh, went down from 98 to 96. Oh, he's not playing. Successful passes or something. <laughs> Finish that one. He's like, he's all good. <laughs> but, you know, Federal, you know, I think, I know sometimes you want to get a second game at all. Which is a great thing, but you know, if they the same would have played them away and, and got a nil-nil draw, like like what he done to Bayern, or they beat Bayern at home, didn't he? And then he beat them away. But if they kept it tight, it would have been, I think it'd have been a lot more nervous. They would have come back with a nil-nil draw, and then the way they played the way they play. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I watched them against Bayern the whole game. I didn't see the first game, the second. Like, and I I thought he played well against Bayern. It was a classic European away performance. Took them in, he scored a good goal, and. In the end, they could have had a couple of more goals, and that's what European football is like. It's it's different to the Premier League, isn't it? It's a, you got you got to be a bit more cleverer sometimes, and, and make sure you don't get beat sometimes. You know what I mean? Because it is a two-legged affair, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, 
So, no, I was happy. I, you know, I thought we played well. We could have had a couple of more goals, but we'll score over there, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I, I, I mean, it was a brilliant atmosphere, wasn't it, Mono? I mean, it was It was so loud. Like, my, my ears were ringing, you know. Yeah, it's the last, the last couple of games yeah, against Benfica. That 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 was a, that was a good atmosphere as well, and you know, it's the it's, we're in we're in the um, the end the time of the time of the year now with with trophy hunting now, and I think yeah. it's it's really going through the club, you know, not just yeah. for the manager, you know, the manager and the players, but the crowd, you know, we all can't wait for that for that next game, you know, you, you see it on social media, get in early, you know, get the singing going and yeah. the flags were out from us buying cock lads, and it was it was um, it was a great atmosphere, you know. Yeah. And and it will be over there as well, you know. I think Dick Emery's already come out and said it's going to be a different game, isn't he? So when we get over there, so well, uh, you know, for me, I I I, I said, you know, along we need a two goal cushion at least. Yeah. You know, and I think that first goal will be important. Everyone was happy there. with a two goal cushion, maybe. Yeah. yeah. You know, if, if we can get that first one here in the return leg, like, you know. Yeah, John. I mean, in terms of, um, you know, we also. Uh, the City Real game. I mean, you know, Liverpool will be very confident that they can get to the final. But I mean, what do you think about the um, prospects of uh, who who we likely to uh, to face if we do if we do overcome Villarreal? Well, I I think Man City. I think Man City yeah. will probably beat them. Yeah. In Madrid, uh, they could have won what. Something like eight three the other night. Yeah, easily. Yeah, easily. You know, so yeah. even though it was a close score in the end, yeah, uh, it was virtually one way. You know, uh, so I, I think yeah. Uh, before, when I saw Real Madrid against Chelsea, um, yeah, I thought City will beat these twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, ne- you never know. It's it's in the wrong down. And you got Benzema. I mean, Benzema is unbelievable. And Vinicius Junior is fantastic. He, Great player. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I think it depends on if if they got Walker back. Maybe I don't know. You know, I don't know how near he is to retaining and that. But it's uh, you know, it could be another clash of the titans, couldn't it? In Paris, you know, fingers crossed that we could. You know, I I'm not um, speculating here. Of course, you know, it's two 0 but you'd be fairly confident. Of going through, wouldn't you? Two 0 I think Liverpool will score over there, you know. And I couldn't see us, um, I couldn't, you know, see us getting beat, conceding four goals. You know, uh, I think Walker is back from injury, and Cancelo's back from suspension. Uh, I've just been told. So uh, yeah, it looks like they might be, you know, nearly full strength. Keith, I mean, have you got any? Any thoughts I, on that? Or are, just take, are you just saying we haven't, we haven't, we haven't uh, got to the final yet? So yeah, of course, yeah, we haven't played. Yeah, I get that. But I've said all along when obviously the knockouts they didn't want to play Real Madrid because they're the dangerous side over two legs. Yeah, and they've proven that. I know, I know Chelsea battered them over there, but they still beat them in the end, didn't they? He's still hung in there yeah. and, and got a result. You know, I, I, me personally, I'd rather play Real Madrid in the final if we get there rather than Man yeah. City. I think we can be, you know, I think we can obviously be proven we can be City over over one game anyway. But I think Real Madrid are a dangerous side. I, I, it wouldn't surprise me if they knock City out. I'm not saying they're going to, but it wouldn't surprise me if they did. Yeah, yeah. So the Spanish press reaction was pretty uh, adamant. You know, li- you know, Liverpool uh, totally outclassed Villarreal. Uh, 
said Jürgen Klopp has put together, this is from Marcher, um, Jürgen Klopp has put together Liverpool side, which dominated against Villarreal, managed to keep a clean sheet in the first half, but were totally outclassed after the break. And I think that, that about sums it up, doesn't it, really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were lucky to have one way with just two, weren't they? Because, you know, we had a couple of... Uh, uh, well, and also, you know, which is a good thing, the goal, he looked a bit suspect, didn't he? She couldn't yeah. hold on to that, could he? You know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, there's a lot to contend with, isn't it? I think we'll score over there. I really do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that, that, the, the, the shot of Thiago yeah. at the post. Oh, and, well, and, sure. and then Van Zijk's shot that's done a yeah. big match wave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. parried that out. So we had, we had quite a few efforts, didn't we? You know, yeah. hopefully if yeah. uh, one or two go in next week. Well, fingers crossed we can uh, we can finish the job next week. But we've got Newcastle before that, which is a weird... Uh, I mean, a form team. Newcastle. Uh, and it's half 12 kickoff, which you know doesn't excite anyone on this panel, I don't think. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what type of team he, he selects, isn't it? You know, because as we say, and before we've got strength and depth now, you know, but I think Matip would have been surprised being left out against Villarreal, but you know, it looks likely he'd come back on Saturday, then wouldn't it? You know, yeah, I think he'll, he'll play Matip on Saturday. Uh, and you know we said about the strikers there he'll rotate, yeah. rotate them again will he rest Manny in Salah I don't know so yeah. that means it's Diaz but I'm thinking play Diaz because it's a big pitch yeah uh, St yeah. James Park isn't it yeah and you know when he's running down that wing you know that's yeah. that's the outlet we, we will need Alele Rouge on the Blood Red Channel Oh, just wish, probably... just wish it was at R five Saturday, you know. So, mm. but you know, it's it, it's one of them, John. It's you know, I don't think Jurgen Klopp's excited by the uh, kickoff time, but you know, Newcastle are looking okay, aren't they? I mean, they've done well. Team, apart, yeah. apart from Liverpool, they are the form team in the Premier League. Yeah, you know? yeah, I think they've won five or six on a, the run. It's a tricky one. It's a tricky. One. It is. It is. I'm glad in a way to. Probably, I don't know if they're mathematically safe, but they're probably uh, safe now. So I'm glad they're not under that pressure where they're desperate for points. Um, but they've won, I say, five or six on the run. I always think when we go to Newcastle, we can beat these five nil. Yeah. But <laughs> with it being Newcastle, and you've seen this now and again over the years, they can be. Other team, other Newcastle teams can be very stubborn in defence, and they they can beat you one 0 or beat you two 0 I know they've had a couple of those results against us a few years ago. Yeah. Um. So I'm hoping that we, we'll we'll beat them, you know, yeah. comfortably. But um, yeah, tough game, decent crowd, makes makes a lot of noise, and uh, they'll be confident anyway. Yeah. And they have got a couple of good players. Yeah. Yeah. Big test, Keith. Yeah, definitely. But I, I think that he'll put a strong side up myself personally, just yeah. to put the pressure yeah. back on Man City because they play later on in the, in the evening. They are, they are yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think yeah. it's imperative that we keep that shit up because you know we're all going on about we're going to get to the European Cup final, but anything can happen there. So we gotta we gotta yeah. try and keep our foot down to to make sure that we're still in the title race right to the very end. You know we can't afford yeah, any yeah. slip ups. We know that. So we, um, you know we're all been going on about the squad that we put together. So the squads. Big enough and deep enough and good enough to, to deal with a couple of changes and still yeah, give no Newcastle the game beat Newcastle. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I, I would want them to put a strong side on. I know you've got to be careful with injuries, but you know, 
we need to win the game. Simple as that. Yeah, yeah. Um, referees uh, is Mariner Mono. Um, I'll put you on to John Nichol because he's, he's our referee, man, isn't he? John's just getting the dossier. He, he likes sort of the rest, We've had him a couple, a couple of times this season, but we haven't um, lost him. I think we had him at Arsenal, didn't we? A couple of months ago. But I did find one worrying stat. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, because I was looking back to when Newcastle yeah. beat us last time, you know, up there. Yeah. And yeah. you never guess who the referee was. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, so Liverpool. I mean, moment. this is you know this was a stat which was you know all over Twitter this week. Liverpool haven't conceded a penalty in the last forty-six games, um, and the, and we're top of the table with penalties awarded with City and Chelsea. Now that's obvious, isn't it? Because we have more possession, and we're always yeah. in the the opposition's in, box, in, in so course, it's obvious yeah. that. But but the other stat about not conceding a penalty, doesn't that just mean, you know, our, our defenders are brilliant and they're not, you know. And I think yeah, I man. think this high line helps that, the high Both line we play, because they're not getting yeah. into the box as much, are they? And, you know, Alisson comes out and clears a lot of them, doesn't he? You know what I mean? Before yeah. they even get to a point where they can sort yeah. of sustain the attack. So, it's it's a lot of factors which will make that stat yeah. stand out the way yeah. it does. You know what I mean? Well, well, the Monday Night Football looked at the high line, didn't they? And I've heard yeah. a few Liverpool fans... Especially when we conceded a few against Benfica, say you've got to you've got to bend that high line. You're in the pub afterwards, you're going. That's our success is based on yeah, that. Exactly. And like Monday Night Football proved that, didn't he? That you know mm. we've caught teams offside. You know twice as many as the nearest. Yeah, yeah. And it was City, wasn't it? The nearest one, but we we had 141 offsides. But obviously, your hearts and your mouth went. You know to see whether it's being given or not. You know, but it just means they're good at doing it. And Klopp said, "Blame me for that." Against Benfica yeah. because he put a, a back four out that wasn't used to playing together, yeah. you know. Well, so I mean, well, yeah, anyone who, who starts the high line is not the new zonal mark, and hopefully, you know, it's not <laughs> something that people will be debating because it's just the way uh, Van Dyke's so nonsense about it, don't he? It's just, oh, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just mad. <laughs> That's what you just, you know, you just answered the question really. You know, yeah. it's it's the way we play. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's that's as yeah. simple as that. You know, there's no and maybe. Maybe the answer to the stat is the 46 games. It actually should be more than that because the last few pens against us, the Everton one, yeah. where he falls over Arnold, he yeah. got a pen. I still yeah. don't think the Burnley one was a pen when he beat us 1-0 last season Yeah, at Anfield. And yeah. I think certainly one earlier than that, though it may not have been the most immediate one. The one down at Brighton with... Um, Welbeck, oh, well yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's arguable it shouldn't be 46, it should be about yeah. 66. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You probably our local, our local referee statisticians on the phone, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, what a time to be a Liverpool fan. And we're gonna, are you gonna give a song for Ula Mono before we go? Um, I'll, I'll, I'll work on that one piece. As we've been on um, recording this, another stat's come up on Opta Joe, and it's about Jürgen Klopp, believe it or not. It's a 61.4%. Jürgen Klopp has won 229 of his 373 games in charge of Liverpool in all competitions. The highest win ratio of any manager to take charge of 50-plus games in the club's history. 
what a stat that is. Eh? It's just that's what I said before. We, we just keep we just keep breaking breaking records and stats and yeah. It gets to a yeah. point now where you go, you win a game, and someone goes, "Oh, that's the 16th game on a bounce. You've won or something that's like that," and you don't even think about it. No, you know, no, you, no, you, no, it's just like the norm, isn't it? Yeah, you, you just you yeah. don't even realise that what we're doing half the time. Yeah. yeah. Well, what a time to be a Liverpool fan. You've been listening to Ale La Rouge. Thanks to everyone from. Blood Red at the Liverpool Echo and all the other podcasts, including Poetry Emotion. And, you know, we've run out of superlatives. We've run out of eulogies to describe this team, but it's just an absolutely fantastic time to be sporting Liverpool Football Club. And long may it continue. And when we're back in a couple of weeks' time, we'll know if we're in the Champions League final and we'll probably have an idea of what the, uh, the team is going to be for uh, the Chelsea Cup final. So thanks for listening. Thanks to Mono, Keith Colvin, John Nicholson for joining us. And uh, Ale La Rouge, it couldn't get any better. <laughs> You've been listening to the Ale La Rouge podcast on the Blood Red channel.